This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Thursday, November 8th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Alley. Here's today's headlines. Ag's lame duck wish list. Farm bill and disaster aid. Peterson readies for House Ag novices. And USMCA uncertain in the new house. Trump, Dems could pay a price on the farm bill. Farm groups are quickly turning their attention to the upcoming lame duck session of Congress now that the election is behind us. Representative Colin Peterson, who will take over as chairman of the House Agriculture Committee, it's a position he lost back in 2010, expressed confidence yesterday that a new farm bill will get enacted before the end of the year. But that will require the current chairman, Mike Conaway, to agree to compromises on several issues and likely back away from demands for tighter food stamp work requirements. Peterson says the Democratic takeover of the House robbed Conaway of his remaining leverage to get what he wants on that issue. President Trump, however, didn't sound yesterday like he was ready to cut a deal. At his news conference yesterday, he said of the Farm Bill, We could have it very fast without the work rules, but we want the work rules in, and the Democrats just don't want to vote for that. So, at some point, they'll have to pay maybe a price. Keep in mind, one way the administration could make Democrats pay a price is by releasing a proposed rule to make it harder for states to get waivers from the existing work rules. Advocates of the rule say that would create a cost savings that Farm Bill riders would miss out on if they don't make the changes legislatively. Disaster aid on ag's wish list. Farm groups also will push the lame duck Congress to pass disaster aid, fearful that the money won't come through until well into next year if it doesn't pass it in December. Commodity groups in the southeast are in the process of detailing losses from this year's hurricanes. The groups also are discussing the shape of an aid package that would be similar to the Wildfire and Hurricane Indemnity Program, or WHIP for short, that Congress passed earlier this year for losses in 2017. Peterson looks to train up new ag Democrats. Besides working on the Farm Bill, Peterson also must recruit new members to the House Agriculture Committee, a task that hasn't been easy in recent years. Peterson says he doesn't expect the new members to have much background in farm policy. He said it's going to take some work to bring people up to speed to have much knowledge of agriculture or rural America, he said. Most of the incoming Democratic class will come from urban and suburban districts because Republicans limited their losses in rural districts. One House Ag Republican lost his race, John Fazzo, in New York's Hudson Valley, although Jeff Denham's race in California's Central Valley was still too close to call as of yesterday. And by the way, Peterson won't say whether he'll run for re-election in 2020, but he seemed to suggest that he might call it quits. One of his top priorities next year will be grooming new leaders to replace him, he said. Trump looks to dim support for USMCA. Trump says Democrats and Republicans will have to work together to get his U.S.-Mexico-Canada trade agreement through Congress. The fact that Democrats, some of whom would like to see stronger labor and environmental provisions in the pact, won control of the House in the Tuesday elections, could complicate the process. Congress is expected to take up implementation legislation early next year. 
Yesterday, Trump at an hour-long press conference said, Now is the time for members of both parties to join together, put partisanship aside, and keep the American economic miracle going strong. Peterson said he's not sure what will happen to the deal and the Democratic House. The incoming chairman of the House Ways and Means Committee, Richard Neal of Massachusetts, didn't support the original NAFTA and has said the bar for supporting a new NAFTA will be high. McCarthy and Jordan to face off for GOP leadership. House Majority Leader Kevin McCarthy, who represents a heavily agriculture district in California's Central Valley, will face a challenge from former Freedom Caucus Chairman Jim Jordan in the race for minority leader in the next Congress. Jordan has been one of the most outspoken advocates of tightening work requirements for the Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program, the issue that has tied up negotiations over the Farm Bill. Jordan made clear that he's going to try to push the GOP conference more to the right. He said, have we replaced Obamacare yet? Have we secured the border yet? Have we reformed welfare yet? No, we haven't, he said. The latter is a reference to the SNAP issue. Tester wins, but GOP gains could hold through 2020. Montana Democratic Senator John Tester has finally declared the winner yesterday in his race for a second term, defeating State Auditor Matt Rosendale. But Republicans have still increased their Senate majority and have strengthened their chances of keeping control in 2020 as well. Republicans have more seats up in 2020 than Democrats do. However, with a few exceptions, the GOP seats in play two years from now will be in states that lean GOP by at least 12 points, that according to an analysis by 538. The states include Kansas, where Senate Ag Chairman Pat Roberts will be up for re-election. Democrats, in the meantime, will have a seat of serious risk in 2020, that of Alabama Senator Doug Jones. Advocacy Group claims credit for GOP defeats. Food Policy Action, a political advocacy group that represents environmental groups and other organizations pushing for major reform in farm and food policy, They're claiming credit for defeating a pair of House Republicans on Tuesday. That Dave Bratt in a Virginia district that includes some of the Richmond suburbs and Steve Knight in suburban Los Angeles. Food Policy Action used social media to reach out to low-information women voters in both districts. Those voters needed the information we could provide and validate to become informed voters and to get to the polls, said Monica Mills, the group's executive director. Big changes coming in state ag offices. The National Association of State Departments of Agriculture says about 40% of its membership will change as a result of the election. 18 states elected new governors, and nearly all of those governors appoint the state ag officials. Three ag secretaries were elected on Tuesday in Alabama, in Florida, and Iowa. Here's today's He Said It. The Farm Bill is working really well. I mean, we could have had it approved at any time, but we're looking to get work rules approved. The farmers want it. I like it. That President Trump at yesterday's White House news conference. Well, that's Daybreak for this Thursday, November 8th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by the United Soybean Board. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.